You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankiran and Natasha. And we are speaking to Jeevan Sangha, a popular culture columnist. And she recently co-wrote a piece for Billboard Canada called Punjabi Wave, How Diasporic Canadian Artists Are Redefining Global Music. Jeevan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Now, this article, I have to say, was very exciting. It definitely feels like this last year has been a really solid year for Punjabi music. And you highlighted artists like A.P. Dillon, Gurinder Gill, Karan Ojala, Jonita Gandhi, and Iki, who continue to be breaking records, especially across Spotify and YouTube. So what do you think it is about these artists? What are they doing that they're getting so much attention? Yeah, I mean, I think all of these artists, are really bold in their sound and are really trying to push the needle forward and experiment. I mean, we think about, you know, Icky and Karanadjola's last album, Making Memories, uh, debuted in Canada over Taylor Swift's last album, which is just crazy to think about. Um, and it's got, like, that kind of poppy sound, but it's also still got those, like, Punjabi lyrics and elements that we love so much. Um, but I think really, like, they're paying homage to all of the different multiplicity of identities that they hold, and are trying to just, like, push the needle forward and aren't afraid for it to, like, sort of blow up in their face. Um, and it doesn't. It turns out that there's an audience for people who have similar identities, who have similar music tastes. I guess it's just, like, you know, being brave and being courageous in the kind of art that they make. And I know that, Jeevan, you spoke to uh, Jonita Gandhi, and one of the things that I thought was fascinating that she said, too, is she kind of had a hard time sort of finding a place to fit in in this world of music. It almost seems like sometimes in the music industry, people kind of want you to pick a lane, stick with that genre, stick with that sound. But for her, she's clearly found an opening. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that was one of the big things that came up in our conversation. Um, Jonita Gandhi is a really successful singer, playback singer in Bollywood as well. Um, she was born in um, Delhi, but she moved to Canada when she was quite young and was raised. Her formative years were in the greater Toronto area and Lee Brampton in Mississauga. And, um, yeah, that was one thing that she came up with a lot. She auditioned for Canadian Idol at, like, 16, and her main piece of feedback from the judges was, you don't seem to know where you belong. And that was really just because she sang Bollywood and she also sang R&B. And when she sings in either genres, you can kind of hear that influence come through. And I mean, it makes sense. Marketing officials, uh, marketing like executives and stuff are trying to sell a sound. So it makes sense that they want to have a clear definition of what it is. But a lot of the times, like the most exciting artists are the ones that kind of don't fit neatly into any genre and they're doing something different. And I think Janita is definitely one of those. Oh, certainly. And I think that's why, you know, she's got that appeal, because I think for a lot of us, sometimes we want to look for something that's just a little bit different. And something that was highlighted in the piece, it was um, said that how just this summer, Warner Music Canada and Warner Music India came together to launch 91 North Records, which is a new abled a label aimed at supporting South Asian artists across borders. So how significant is it to have moves like this being made? I mean, I think it's like the music industry kind of tapping into what we've already seen happening. I mean, if you look at the last, I would say, decade, think about all the, I mean, even longer than that, to be honest, but think about all of the amazing art and music specifically that has come out of, you know, South, abroad, they use air quotes here, South Asian Canadian talent, but more specifically Punjabi Canadian talent. I mean, going all the way back to, like, the Sony Bablas and the Jazzy Bees of the world, now coming up to the APs. I mean, Sidhu had roots in Brampton as well before he passed. Um, thinking about there are other artists who like 
like who are also doing making big waves and thinking about people like Prophecy, Tusher. Um, it's it's definitely a trend that we're seeing happening, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And I think this is the music industry being like, hey, there's clearly a gap. There's clearly something that we can, you know, um, profit off of, and there's something that we can also provide support towards artists for. And I mean, Icky is also the creative director of this initiative, which is really cool. Um, so I think it's like an opportunity to build infrastructure for artists so that, you know, it doesn't have to be an anomaly. It can be like actually an institution that's set up to support artists moving forward. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking of as I was reading this piece, too, is I remember even um, A.P. Dillon when he was kind of showing his music to different record label labels and they were telling him, how, oh, this isn't quite the right sound. So he had to kind of go off and do his own thing. And by him doing his own thing, he ended up being super successful. So what is it about today's Punjabi music that seems to be attracting, you know, people even outside of the Punjabi community? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it has to do with, I mean, a lot of them, I would say one theme that came up a lot with the artists that we spoke to for the piece and for the cover story was that they all want to take Punjabi music global. That's something that they're thinking about. It's it's something that they want to they want to move the industry to that place where Latin music is out, for example, or K-pop is out, for example. Um, so I think that it's like it's it's definitely a goal that's in the forefront of a lot of artists' minds. They want to take it to the next level. They've seen how far it can go with the artists, their contemporaries, and, and the people who came before them. And so, like I mentioned before, I think it's really, like, it's that blend of what they're creating. It's, like, a lot of intention and in how they're doing it, too. And it's not just, like, singers and, and rappers. It's also, like, producers like Icky. He's in a big part of this, like, like global wave that we're seeing with Punjabi music. So um, there's a passion. There's a fire under their sort of, um, in their bellies to, like, make things happen. Um, and we're seeing it like pay off in real time. We're seeing it pay off with artists who, you know, before Punjabi artists were, and I think this comes up in the piece as well, like Punjabi artists were only getting booked for banquet halls and stuff. And now they're doing arenas. That's a really big deal. I mean, if you think about like, if I think about when I was younger, like an artist doing Rogers Arena was a big deal. It was like the Taylor Swift, the Beyonce's. You know, the pop stars were only doing the arenas. Everyone else was doing smaller venues. And now we're seeing Punjabi artists break into that space. That, that, that means something. Now, that's really significant. And even that part to me was amazing to think of, you know, where you would usually see a Punjabi artist perform. Like, like you said, they're now selling out arenas, which is amazing. And while this is super exciting, we're seeing this Punjabi wave. At the same time, though, things politically between India and Canada, there has been a lot of tension between the two ever since uh uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau kind of set off a diplomatic crisis when he accused the Indian government of a potential involvement of the assassination of a Sikh activist and Canadian citizen. So how has this impacted especially the artists? You know, are they facing scrutiny? Oh, for sure. For sure. Excuse me. I think, um, I mean, the biggest example of that is Shub. I mean, Shub recently, he's one of the biggest artists, I mean, Punjabi artists in the world, also Brampton-based. Um, who had an India tour planned, and because of, you know, a controversy when earlier this year there were media blackouts, and there was a lot of, you know, kind of uncertainty in Punjab, he had posted a picture um, that was illustrated by Inquisitive that, you know, people misinterpreted around the world, and it was it was called um, a distorted map of India because it, it didn't include Jammu and Kashmir in it. Um, and now because of these diplomatic tensions that have resurfaced, that kind of whole picture came back into public consciousness. 
pressure was applied by people calling him a terrorist, calling him a separatist, and his, like, I think only a week or two before his tour, his entire India tour got canceled by his promotion company. Um, and there was a lot of pressure from him to speak out with everything happening between Canada and India. There's a lot of pressure for artists to speak out, I think in part because, you know, Punjabi identity is so political and because, excuse me, historically, I mean, you see any social issue and people weirdly apply pressure to celebrities to speak out. And I think, um, I think it's, it's a tricky game when we expect we put celebrities and musicians and artists on such a pedestal that we hold their opinion in such high regard and forget that they're just human beings like the rest of us just trying to do the work that they believe in. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's 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 kind of resulted in this really intense scrutiny of Punjabi artists specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've definitely been seeing a lot of that. But now just kind of going back to the rise in popularity of Punjabi music, um, would you say that we could potentially see a similar thing that we saw with Latin music, right? Because Latin music for the States, it's been around for some time. I mean, now you look at the American award shows, they have literally awards that's like for the Latin song of the year. Do you think that we could potentially see that with Punjabi music down the road? I mean, I think we're moving there fully, but surely, I mean, just the fact that you know, there have been in the past few years, like South Asian entries and Punjabi entries into the Junos. I mean, Tesher performed Bangalore on stage with Simu Liu just last year. This year we had a full Punjabi like song performance by AP Um And I think it's really like, I think like contextualizing that is really important too. Cause you know, if, and when we do get to that place, think about how, big Latin music is. Latin music is create like is, is a real it's like a subcontinent of music that's being created. Uh Punjabi music is like one state in India. You know, Punjab is one state in India and, and it's generating this like worldwide mass appeal. Um I think it's like I think it's really significant if and when that's able to happen. I think it's already happening. I think we're already kinda getting so close to there. We just need that one I think all the artists kind of like pointed to like there's going to be that one song that does it, and we're like getting there slowly, slowly, slowly. Um, but people are starting to tap in. You know, people are starting to take notice of what Punjabi artists are doing. They're starting to realize like, hey, even if I don't speak the language, this still sounds great, and I can still listen to it my day to day the same way I listen to Afrobeat or or Latin music. Um, so I mean, fingers crossed. I see it happening though. Oh, certainly. I'm looking for the Punjabi version of Despacito, because Despacito <laughs> was that song that like took off worldwide, and I'm sure it's going to come soon. Jeevan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Thanks. Thanks for having me.